Podcast. I am your host, Sam Randazzo, and I am joined by my uh, two and one-fourth co-hosts to my right, the enraged, the one and only, Uncle Sam. Is that at me? Hello, everyone. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. We're hitting everyone today. To my left, it is none other than our very own Zola, Mr. Mike Palazzolo. Alani knew why haven't you sponsored us yet? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's you know what, what I'm what Aladdin, I'm I'm a little fucking disappointed in them right now. I've been what pumping their shit now for for a year. Pumping and, their uh, shit? Yes, pumping their shit for a year. <laughs> so <laughs> we got a lot to talk about today. But first, I mean, how is everybody without me? It was ten days without me. It was actually very nice. Was it? Yes. You enjoyed you enjoyed just, you know. Sam's been gone for 10 days and gained 20 pounds. Yes, I have. It's a lot of pasta. Shout out to Little Frankie's NYC. They kept the uh, they kept the pasta. They kept the pasta flowing. That's Little big... Frankie's. I'd hate to see what Big Frankie's is capable of. I haven't been to Big Frank's, but Little Frankie's with the spaghetti lemon, my God. Top notch. Uh, Zolo, how you been? Good. Getting ready for Sunday. Gearing up for Sunday. What else? I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Everybody's gearing up for Sunday, Everyone's bro. Up. Listen, I I want it on the record, and I'm I'm tooting my own horn here, which I don't do enough, as arrogant as I am. I called that when the schedule came out. Did I not? We could we could we could pull the clip if you want. What's that? Called what? I said that if they win that first game in Kansas City, it's the the biggest thing to come out of it wasn't beating the Chiefs. It wasn't going to be beating the defending champions on the road. It wasn't even starting. Well, no, this is a part of it. Dan Campbell has never coached a game at Ford Field with a winning record. He's going into Ford, Ford Field for the first time with a winning record. After the offseason that they had, the draft, the free agency, all of the hype. So there was already intense hype for Lions Fever going into last week. And then you add that, you compile it into the win. I said it. I don't know if you guys remember. I said people are going to lose their minds for that insane. first home game. And and it's just reminiscent of that Monday night football game against the Bears back in yep. 2011. That, to me, was peak Ford Field. It's the best I've ever heard it. Um, it's come close a couple times, but I'm I'm fully expecting madness on Sunday. All I want to see is some big, giant, drunk hillbilly punch Bruce in the mouth. That's all I want to see. I'd love to see that. Yep. And guess what? I might go there just to Superman punch you. Bruce, how's it I'll going see over you there? Down there. I'll how's see it going, you down. Bruce? It's fantastic. Good. Um, we we got a lot to talk about today. We're yeah. gonna start off Monday night football, Jets versus Bills. You were there. I was there. And I okay. I've been to some good games in my day, some good atmospheres. I was at the game Zolo said Monday night. Super Bowl. I, I, don't, I don't even know where to begin. A couple of Super Bowls in there. Uh, the Brady homecoming game in New England when the when he was on the Buccaneers. Either Okay, you want to talk about electric atmospheres. There was so much excitement. I mean, the parking lot, I saw it on the... I was clicked the news station on. There were people tailgating in the parking lot at MetLife at 8 in the morning on Monday. Like, it was... The place was wild. Helicopters all over the place. Like... The place was electric, you know? And I will say, the Jets... Because it was 9-11, too. It was 9-11. Yeah. Like, the stage was set, right? Aaron Rodgers' first game, 9-11, divisional game, Jets-Bills. Every Jets fan has the expectations to the moon. What, what, what do you year. think of the Jets' 
fan base in general. That's what I, that's my next point. The Jets fan base. It was like you mix the Jets fans with the Bills fans. It was just like it was just bedlam. Like I will say the thing where they get going and they get all these old dudes in their capes up there and their firemen's hats. And yeah, the firemen's hats and they're doing the and then they get the chant going. It was an awesome atmosphere. I will say that. Pre-game, the little, the spiel they did pre-game got you ready to run through a wall. Like I will say, it was an awesome atmosphere. And then it was the most dramatic change in an environment that I'd ever been a part of. Hands down. Can I can I tell you what it looked like on TV? I I was so ask Elizabeth was sitting there, and I was just sitting there trying to get my phone to reload over and over and over again so I could see, like, what they were saying because it was like being in a library. But, yeah, tell me what they said on TV because I still don't know. There wasn't much of a said portion, but every third or fourth play, they would just show distraught Jet fans. They would just show them (laughs) – <laughs> like the like and it was a new it the the hands and the arms were in different positions every time the face was different every time and i'll be honest i was coming home from pickle i missed the first five minutes it's old i, so I miss i, I missed the entire all thing. the fireworks yeah. and i and i like next thing i know i turn on the tv and i just see a cart coming out for him now i hadn't checked my phone hadn't no group chat messages whatever first thing i see is like Aaron Rodgers in a tent, and they're bringing out a cart for him. Yeah, and um, so that had to be pretty. I know I was texting you. And, I knew I something know, was wrong with him when he went down. He kind of stood up, and I think he felt the pain. Yeah, and he had this weird look on his face. He looked like my brother when he used to eat too many uh, ponies, oxycontins, oh, and um, <laughs> and he fucking uh, then he went down and he sat down, and I was like, so he is hurt. He is hurt. So he okay. knew instantly. He knew instantly. Yes, you could tell. He knew he was done. If you Google Jetman, all right, it was the guy who's he sit, he has the corner seat, first row in the corner of my of the section I was sitting in. I was two rows behind him. And he stands up, he has a license plate that he wears around his neck that says Jetman on it. He has a cape, right? And he's up there and the entire game. He stay they elect this guy. I've never seen anything like it. They let him stand, a fan, uh, stand in the middle of the aisle for the entire time. When this happened, as soon as you saw the cart turn the corner, he collapsed. Actually collapsed. He passed out? Fetal position, like crying. And the funniest part about it was there was like a VIP thing next to where I was sitting. And Trayvon Diggs was in there with (laughs) a couple of other guys. And they like came over to like make sure he was all right. It was, you could hear a fucking pin drop. It was silence. The entire time it was out there, there wasn't even like the, oh, they're carting him off, we're going to cheer. It was just silence. And I was sitting there thinking to myself, one, I really think I was at Aaron Rodgers' last game. I know he came out with the post and he said, we're going to come back, whatever. That was, I think that was Aaron Rodgers' last game. You don't consider retiring for the last three years and come back. Two, it in that moment it felt so crushed. Like I don't like the Jets. Like I don't fuck with the Jets. You're our resident gangrene Jets fan. I listen. Dis- I I just 
I, t- I took the name because my dad had gangrene in his foot when they cut it off. So I, I adopted the name gangrene. <laughs> I don't like the Jets. That's the real story about that. You know that, right? Yeah, they hey, cut his my, my grandma was a double know. amputee. She lived with us for seven years. She had gangrene in both yes. feet. Yeah. J-E-T-S. Well, my dad yes, had it in his yes. toe first, and they whacked that off. Then they whacked it's his other toe. It always starts off. with the toe. Yeah, it, it always, always starts, starts with, with the toes. toes. And then there's three toes, <clears throat> and then the foot. Well, because, you know, my dad used to do his own shit with scissors. Was he diabetic? Yeah. No. He was not diabetic. So, due to my Patriots alliance, never been a Jets fan, but I did feel for everybody in that in that building. In that I building. did, too. I, you know what? I felt bad for Aaron Rodgers. I really did. You know what? I... I don't like to see anybody go out that way. No. I mean, beside J.K. Dobbins, R.I.P. J.K. Dobbins. Yeah, I mean, uh, you can't feel any more worse for somebody than some guy that's been trying to rehab for three straight years with serious injuries and go down and never fucking come back. And I, you know what? I don't think you're going to see Rodgers back either. I agree with you. Unless he goes on some darkness retreat and smokes some peyote <laughs> with Bruce. There it is. I don't think there he's coming is. back. Uh, also, I just wanted to, I, I got you something, because okay. I know how big of a Jets fan you are these days. Oh, you didn't give me the Jet Bird, did you? I Listen, they had a lot of good t-shirts, Okay. and I was going to be a real dick and get you something Aaron Rodgers themed. I don't want nothing with but Aaron Rodgers. But I saw this, and I, I realized that I had to get it for you. And they had it left in a double X, and it's it's your boy, Sauce Gardener. That's a really nice shirt. Thank Isn't you. that a nice shirt? Show me. Thank you. There we go. Nice, a nice sauce wow. gardener. There you go. Who, by the way, got eaten alive the other day. That now we need to talk about that. So here you go. That's wait, 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 wait. Hold on. I have, I have one thing to say. And it was one of the only ones they had in a triple X. Wait, wait. Okay. <laughs> I changed my mind. I have, I have two things to say. I'll be quick. I promise. Go ahead. Thing number one is I've hated Aaron Rodgers for so long. Agreed. That I don't want to say I felt bad, but I've also grown to appreciate him over the last couple of years. I respect him. And if you guys watch Hard Knocks, he was outstanding on Hard Knocks. And on top of that, I want to give a shout-out to Robert Sala, too, who was also really good on Hard Knocks, like better than Dan Campbell was on Hard Knocks. Rob, Robert Sala is a guy that I really mess around with, and I think he's going to do great things there, whether it be this year or down the road, regardless of if Aaron Rodgers is quarterback, number one. Number two, I do not think that Aaron Rodgers played his last downs. You don't. I think going into this process, he's going into it with the mindset of, I'm going to try and come back. And if the rehab doesn't go well at his age, different story. Right. I don't think he's done. I think he's going to give it one more go on that team just to see what it's like and go through the go through the process and see if he can do it because he's a cerebral type of guy. Yeah. Well, I, and, I will say this. If the Jets don't improve, I mean— we don't know where they're going to finish this year. I think we had expectations of them making it to the playoffs. I'm not going to Fringe. count them totally out right now, but... I'm going to count them totally out right now. I'm, I'm not counting them out until division time is done. So We don't know how good they are because the Bills were so bad. So, yeah, let's let's actually yeah. talk about this game. So, this is these are the things I took from this game. One, I left before it ended, so I missed the biggest... The biggest... Cause oh, I was, God. I was hungry. I wanted a pizza. I left before it ended. Okay, we could so, tell. Where'd you get pizza from? Uh, Ruby Rosa. I got the. It was vodka sauce, red sauce, and pesto all in the same pizza. Fabulous. Recommend ten out of ten. But, Twenty pounds. But for the Jets to come back and win that game, okay, 
one, I was shocked because I was like, oh, this is fucking this is right. The season off. It's over. Like it was that it felt that demoralizing in the building at that moment. But for them to come out and win that game, two things had to happen. One, the Bills had to completely, completely fall apart on both sides of the ball, which they did. And two, the Jets defense is is, in my opinion, very for real. So now we have a situation with the Jets, and I, I thought about this a lot because I didn't know what to make from them. They ran the ball extremely well. Brees Hall, two 50-plus-yard runs, right? Or what was it? Two 20-plus-yard runs. He had a 20 and an 80. He had 105 yeah. yards rushing on two On two carries. runs. Fabulous. The counter to that point is, and Delvin Cook had a good game as well, the counter to that point is the Bills' defense to me, looked awful. At the end of the day, Zach Wilson is a, is is not good at not that great at football. I thought he had plenty of time. I didn't think he he was all that disrupted. They were able to run gashes through the Bills' defense every single time they tried. I didn't think the Bills did that great of a job in coverage. I just don't think Zach Wilson was ready for that game. The Bills' defense, to me, didn't do anything. The counter to that is the Bills' offense looked atrocious, and I don't know if it's atrocious just because it's bad or if the Jets' defense is really, really that good. I, I think the Jets' defense is really, really, really good. Josh Allen was under well, duress. When, when, when is the Buffalo Bills going to commit to the running game? I will say. That is the biggest farce I've ever seen. They don't have a running back. I, I don't know who calls the plays there. I really don't. I don't know who their offensive coordinator is, but he's dog shit, dude. They're so predictable. They are so predictable. They, they don't have a running back. Uh, and They have running backs there. They don't have a running back. Don't You can't sell me Devin Singletary and James Cook. Neither of those two guys are elite, period. They do not have a running back capable of them establishing a good enough running game. Their offensive line is not good enough for them to establish a power running game. I agree. The other that. thing, I thought that Sauce Gardner probably had his worst game as a pro, and it that still wasn't enough for the Bills to get anything going offensively. Josh Allen looked like a deer in the deer in the headlights. It was it was bad. The decision making's awful. Uh he's going to get killed. There was that one third down he, he ran the ball on, and he decided he was going to try and hurdle two guys with 25 feet left to go till the first down marker, and he got took an absolute monster shot. It just doesn't make sense. At one point, I seen their coach on the sideline screaming, play smart, because he was fucking stupid. Well, there was a video that came out of Stephon Diggs telling him the same thing. And it's like, this is what we talked about all offseason. Was for him With to the Bills, they don't. The play calling is not good. They don't have a run game, and Josh Allen is like a cowboy. You you have to. He has if he can't reel it in, this team is not. You're 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 an eight or nine win team. Yeah. Best at your best. Yeah. You know, Gabe Davis non factor again. Here we go. This is the third. Yeah, he had a couple a catches that were nice, but and outside that. You know what? It's hard to do when when you can't run the football and you become one-dimensional. And let me tell you something. The last thing you want to be doing is throwing the ball 45, 50 times that, against, uh, against a, good a front seven like the Jets. Yeah, I agree. That's, you're playing at a disadvantage. Agree. I just 
this the situation this is it now I, I i have some confirmation in my in my own head that this will be the beginning of the end for the bills this feels like the regression is coming and then we got that other tidbit today of the reporter in buffalo talking shit about stefan diggs on the hot mic and then stefan diggs came out of the twitter thread now um it pretty much said the audio shared today was very hurtful and it was insulting to my character and to how I was raised. I've always treated people how I want to be treated. I greet everyone with smiles and respect. The media and fans confuse my competitiveness that they witness on the field for who I am as a person. Uh, I don't know why it was said, but it's an example of why people don't want to deal with the media. Uh, we all well, get that saying it's a, fake news. We all get you have a job and I respect it, but please remember I'm a human just like you. So... It's, it, there's too much. There's too many factors here for me to have faith in the Bills right now. I'm sorry. Josh Allen has to go through a serious change because this is not something, this is not an isolated incident. We're talking, we're going on year three now of him being consistently judged. Why don't you think anybody panicked about Joe Burrow's shit show on Sunday? Because he's gonna reel it in, and he's a winner, and has actually has he has a body of work of winning everywhere he's been, and we, I mean, have we not called this Josh Allen? Thing We've been talking this about another it for three months. Now. Confirmed theory, and I feel bad for the the Yak guys in Buffalo. Love you guys. I hope the do, the Bills do well. Do well. I love Josh Allen, but listen, they they don't know it. pain. The Yak guys in, in Buffalo don't know pain, hold, okay? Hold on, hold they on. They went to four fucking straight Super Bowls. Hold on. Four straight. And they, Nobody's ever done those it. Those kids weren't alive for it. That was before we were born. The Yak guys, oh, stop. The Yak guys weren't alive for it, number one. And number I two. was, and I remember it. <laughs> the K-Gun, Jim Kelly. <laughs> Cornelius Bennett. The Yak Bruce guys Smith. didn't know. I, I remember it. The well, Bills have had more success than the Lions over the last decade, and and certainly they were uh, robbed of a chance in overtime, probably of a Super Bowl. I mean, if, if Josh Allen gets the ball in his hands in that in that Kansas City game, they probably end up going to the Super Bowl. But uh, they, I, I don't think they know as much pain as us. They don't know nearly as much pain as no, us. They're nowhere near but, us. But, but they, they know pain. I, I mean, we, we've been saying it from the start. This is shit or get off the pot for that Bills franchise. They're, they're still going to win games this year. They're still going to win a, a shit ton of games. They could win the division, even though they probably looked like the worst team in the division. The, the Bills the will not win their division. Yeah, I think we're still in I, I, the Miami prediction, by hey, the way, that we hey, all had. We all were all in agreement on Miami. to go down, and it did, all goes down in flames. Did you preseason pick Gang Green to win the division? Yes, I don't I remember. Yes, I did. Okay, yes, so did. you and I on Miami, we look good right we now. We look fucking Well, you look good we because look Fucking Aaron Rodgers is gone. That's we, why. No, 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 no. Get the fuck out of no, here. No, we look better. That's the biggest. We look better. We look good shit. before. If Aaron Rodgers, four hundred sixty-six. What does that mean? Four hundred sixty-six. What? It's two to his yards. Everybody who said Tua can't throw the ball deep. That was two his yardage. His response: four hundred sixty-six. Right. Anyways, um. Anybody have anything else to add on that Monday night game before we move on to some other news? Because there's Bruce. Quite a bit. What you want? Anything to add? No, no. Um, Kadarius Tony, let's let's discuss him for a second. This um, fucking idiot. Go ahead. He came out today and uh, he referred to Pat McAfee as "quote unquote" just another goofy uh, when Pat McAfee said that uh, the three drops that he had were extremely detrimental to the team, and obviously there's something wrong with Kadarius Tony. 
Um, don't you think if you were him, you'd shut the fuck up at this point? Like, this is not, again, we're talking Josh Allen, not an isolated incident. Kadarius Tony, this is not an isolated incident. If you're him, realistically, I think if I was him, I'd crawl in a hole and not talk to anybody. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, you have to start to think that you're lucky. Everybody in the world watched that game against the Lions, and everybody in the world watched him drop Fail. the game away. It, it was the most watched uh, game of the week, by the way, and the most mm-hmm. watched season opener since I can't remember which one, but it, it had been a while, like the Ravens and Broncos, maybe, or something like that. I want to, s- which was about ten years ago. Yeah, like, um, so yeah, it just goes to show everyone watched that game, low yeah. key. Just shut the fuck up, Kadarius Tony, because you suck. I think what the reason why he's firing on all cylinders is because he's getting obliterated by giants fans it's been it's been going on for for since he got traded so when was that november october do you, do you remember me saying what is going on with this guy why did the giants just dump him and basically they used a high draft pick on him mm-hmm. and fucking dumped him yep and and i was like there's something going on with this guy well you you just see it the guy can't concentrate he can't catch the ball anymore I mean, uh, what the fuck? What is he living on? His little punt return in the fucking Super Bowl? Pretty much. That's about it. That's all he's done. Some injury news. Uh, Jerry Judy, full participant today at practice. He's on track to play Sunday. God bless Jerry Judy. Uh, Chase Young, full participant, on track to play Sunday. Uh, Chargers running back Austin Eckler, battling an ankle injury, did not practice for the second straight day. He is still questionable. So he's got to log in, practice, at least tomorrow. At least. If he doesn't practice tomorrow, yeah. Yeah. He's got to go full practice tomorrow and Saturday to play. Uh, Steelers defensive tackle Cameron Hayward had surgery on his groin. He will be out till at least week eight. Oh, wow. Uh, That's not good. Not good for them. Darren Waller practiced, said his hamstring will not be limiting him at all this weekend, and he will be playing against the Cardinals on Sunday. Uh, no practice today for Aaron Jones or Christian Watson, who are both dealing with hamstring injuries. That could be big for Packers, who actually looked pretty good over the weekend. Yeah, they need him bad. There was a big drop-off as soon as he went out of the game. And, <laughs> oh, the Rams, one of your favorites, Stenson Bennett to the reserve non-football injury. And list. something's going on there, too, yeah. by the way. That's from what I've heard. It's what do you a, mean? It's a, there's a personal it's issue. It's a personal, it's a, we're, we're giving him space situation. Mm-hmm. Is he drinking again? Probably. Because, you know, you got that drunk and disorderly the, the night of the national championship game. He wasn't out there pounding beers again, was he? He might have been. Who knows? Uh, the I like Browns. Stetson Bennett. I know you do. Wait, real quick. I have, I have two important updates. Go. Three out of the four tackles in the Lions game Sunday could be out. Um, it's pretty much guaranteed that both Cross and Lucas will be out for the Seahawks, which is great news if you're an Aiden Hutchinson fan. I think I think it's a three sack game coming. It's bad news if you're a Geno Smith fan. But <laughs> did they the ever Lions sign uh, what's his name, the ex Philadelphia player? They did Peters. Yeah, yeah. Jason Peters. They, they did, but they're gonna ease. He's not playing this weekend. They're gonna ease okay. him in off the practice. Okay. Taylor Decker's missed a full week of practice here, which isn't good. It's a ankle issue. He got it early on in the game on uh, Thursday, but they he stayed in and he toughed it out. Hasn't practiced. Could be maintenance, but we don't know. And real quick, one more one more brief update, but based on last Thursday, Brian Branch. No, even better. After the disaster on week one, 
of Chiefs offensive offensive tackle Jawan Taylor lining up illegally throughout the game. The league was criticized by it so much that they sent out a memo to all 32 teams that they are cracking down on the illegal lining up and the illegal false starts. They are cracking down on it, and they're going to be looking for it. They sent the tape of what Jawan Taylor was doing to all the crews for this weekend, and that's bad news if you're a Chiefs fan. That is bad news if you're a Chiefs fan. But here's the good news for Chiefs fans. Travis Kelsey practiced. Travis, Travis Kelsey, Kelsey practiced. Practice, as yes. did Mark Andrews and some other tight end news. <laughs> yes. uh, another team that I know you just love. The Browns are debuting white-out uniforms for their Monday night game against the Steelers. Did you see them? I, I'm a big Browns. Did you see I them? love their uniforms. They look pretty. They look good. They look good. They got the white good. helmet. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They look Isn't good. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. Beautiful. Talk about another. That that has a chance to be another uh, pretty raucous atmosphere on Monday oh, yeah. night. The dog pound on Monday night with a 1-0 uh, record and the Steelers coming to town. That's, that's going to be a pretty good that one. That will and, be a Physical game, physical, right there. physical, Get and, ready. and and there's a lot on the a lot at stake for the Steelers. The Steelers really need. Think that about one. it. They go down 0-2. The Browns go two and zero, and on top in the division, are yeah. trying to stay with Baltimore. Let's find out how good Kenny Pickett is. No Deontay Johnson for a couple weeks, and yeah, already that's a issues big with one. Najee Harris. So let's let's see how that goes. Yeah. So the Steelers are kind of one of those. They're they're a question mark for me right now. I was really high yeah. on them. 10 days ago, and I'm not as high as hey, I, I, I will say this. I expected them to do a little more in uh, in the draft. I don't know if they had the enough picks to reload that team, but, I mean. I'm going to give you two names right now. Go ahead. Joey Porter Jr. and Darnell okay. Washington. That should have been Darnell Washington, Darnell Washington. Your, your boy. They didn't do a crazy amount in the draft, but they still had a good enough draft. They had a good enough second round to where that they should be. I, I had them win the playoffs. That could be that could be my big blow up in my face is the Steelers, and I am very disappointed. That was my most disappointing. Well, after we see this game with the Browns, we can make a better assessment of that. Agreed, one hundred percent. Agreed. Yeah, I had them in the playoffs as well. So that one's going to be yeah, that's going to be interesting. Um, should we get into this weekend? Let's do it. So first, we have a Thursday night matchup to discuss. I know usually, usually the Wednesday show covers Thursday, but uh, it was one of those weeks this week. So we're only going to have two shows. Next week, we will probably be back with all three. So this is our Wednesday and Friday show all meshed into one. One giant one right now. Um, We have the Minnesota Vikings and Kirk Cousins not at 1 p.m., uh-oh. Going into Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love, to play the Eagles, who did not really impress me against the oh. Patriots this weekend. Didn't, but... They won. They won. The Vikings didn't impress anybody this weekend. So, Uncle Sam, your thoughts on tonight's Thursday night matchup? Well, it's pretty much the same. I, I think it's going to be what happened to them last year. It's going to happen again this year. When they played Philadelphia last year, they got pounded. Oh yeah, no, they got they blown got pounded. Up. What was it? It was like a twenty-seven-seven game. Last that was year. that was at home too for Philadelphia. Yes. So I kind of see the same scenario playing out tonight. Uh, I'm sure you're going to see Phil- a different Philadelphia team. They're going to come out. They're going to be a little more focused, I believe, especially after the scare they got at uh, Gillette. 
Oh, yeah. And, and, it was and I think they're going to be focused and ready to go. Um, I can't disagree with that. I think that Philadelphia kind of slept through the Patriots game last week just a little bit. I, I don't think that's going to happen tonight. Um, and you, I'll be honest, I think Minnesota is going to have a really hard time tonight. Um, I, I feel like if there's a team that's going to be able to. You know, Kirk Cousins is all the turnovers and everything last week. He still was very productive last week. No, he Jefferson was. Jefferson had I a mean, good game. and they, they put up – this is the thing, and this is my biggest knock on Kirk Cousins all the time. Like, he's going to be consistent. No right. matter how bad the team is, he's going to put up consistent numbers. But at the end of the day – No James Bradbury tonight. That's huge. Uh, I believe it, that's huge. It is. But ultimately, I, I think that Philadelphia is going to take this one pretty handily. Um, just for the record here, the line tonight uh, – Eagles are a four or a six point favorite over under a 48 and a half. I'm going to go over on that. You are. I'm going over on that. I'm going over on that. See, and I why think, are you sleeping on Philly's defense? Right? I'm not sleeping on Philly's defense. I just think that they're, they're going to put some points up between the two, these two teams. I, I, I think Minnesota's going to come out more focused than they were last week at home. They were embarrassed. So they should come out hard and that they should be able to put some points up. And I think Philadelphia they got a big scare, and they need to take a long look in the mirror, and we'll see what happens. But I, I think there could be some points really I'm, put up in this game. I'm going to disagree with you. I, I'm giving the Eagles minus six and the okay. under. I don't think that the Vikings are going to score more than 14 points tonight. Uh, ultimately, we've seen this. We've seen this way too. Listen, many you got Justin times. Jefferson. That, that guy. That's can put fine. Up they had Justin Jefferson by himself. last year. They had Justin by, Jefferson by last year, and Kirk Cousins for some reason. And I know. I was watching Good Morning Football today, and, and they had Ryan Leaf on there talking about Ryan, how the who? <laughs> yeah, who? hey, he's Ryan only, fucking he, Leaf, he's yeah. almost the number one overall pick. They had him on or there talking he? about how uh, that the time of day you play it doesn't mean anything. It does. Listen, Kirk Cousins Ryan, doesn't Ryan play Leaf well. Ryan Leaf is none. the last person that should be talking. Why is he on NFL Network? He has been for a while. Are you fucking kidding me? No. Thank God I don't watch that show. Zolo. Um, I, uh, so there's a couple things going on. I actually do think Kirk Cousins has the potential to play well in that stadium just because he knows that division pretty well. Um, I think there's going to be slightly more points than usual because both these teams have bad tastes in their mouth from last week. Right. Uh, ultimately, I think the, the Eagles put it away late. And it, it won't be close in the second half. I think the Eagles' offense will just step on the on the Vikings' necks. The, you know, the Vikings' defense won't be able to keep up with them. The, the Eagles had a really hard time running the football last week mm-hmm. with Gainwell, who's out. So I, I believe that they, they're going to pass a little more than they want to. Yeah. It's going to be interesting at first. I think it's going to be closer, maybe tick yeah. for tactics. I, I, I think the Vikings go over 14 points. I think there's going to be a few points this game. I'll take the the Eagles covering. What is it? Uh, minus six. six yep. Yeah. Minus six. Eagles covering. Eagles win outright. And uh, I also think that the over is going to hit tonight. I like that over. Mm. We're due for a good Thursday night game. Wink, wink. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that is true. Um, moving on. Sunday. One o'clock games. We have the Green Bay Packers heading to Atlanta to play the Falcons. Interestingly enough, even after the, Packers, the one and Atlanta Falcons, the one and O Packers versus the one and O Falcons. Remember, Packers beat the Bears. 
who were favorited against them. Correct. 38 to 20. Coming into week two, Atlanta is a one and a half point favorite over under in this game is 40. Uncle Sam. Well, I think Green Bay is more well-rounded than Atlanta is. Atlanta basically has this monster juggernaut run game, but they were unable to push the ball down the field in the air. That's going to come back to bite them sooner or later, and I think it'll be this week with the Packers because the Packers showed they were pretty balanced. They were pretty balanced last week. If Aaron Jones plays, I, 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 I would take the Packers to win this game. Are you taking the over? And I would stay. I would actually keep the under. I don't think there's going to be a lot of points in it. Well, we're going to disagree completely here. I'm going okay. to take Atlanta, and I'm going to take the over in this game. Okay. Um, Packers showed last week they could put up some points. I get it. It was against the Bears, uh, which doesn't really mean all that much. At the end of the day, I think that Atlanta's going to shock a lot of people this year with the way that they can run the ball. They showed us last week. We have Cordero Patterson coming back this week in his new Joker role. I'm excited to see it. I still don't know if I trust Desmond Ritter. Don't get me wrong. I don't trust him. Drake London didn't get what one target, no receptions last week. Kyle Pitts still completely underused. I get all that. But their defense didn't look half bad. And I think their ability to run the ball is is – actually kind of top well, tier. Well, they have some key injuries, too. They, they they don't know if Troy Anderson, their their top linebacker, their prospect, he's out well, with a concussion. As far as right now, he went in concussion protocol yesterday, which was Wednesday, and they don't know. He's got to log in at least a couple days of practice before he can play. I be, I'm a believer in the Falcons' run game, and I okay. liked what the Packers did last week, and I like what Jordan Love did. Jesse Bates. But I am going to take the Falcons in this game. Okay. And uh, I'm going to take the over because I think both these teams can put up some points. You, you covered the storylines for me, but I disagree on two fronts. Um, I think that the first things first, I don't know how the Packers lucked out with a good enough schedule at the beginning of the year with two easy, easy games off the rip. I'm not happy about that as, as a Lions fan. But um, I'm taking the under, number one. Because I like Falcons defense slightly more than I like Bears defense. And I want to see a little more from Jordan Love. He was outstanding. He was excellent. But I want to see you do that in a little more hostile of an environment. Right. On the road. Than, than Chicago indoor. Uh, number two, I think something's up with Desmond Ritter. I think that they're shielding him for a reason. And I think they don't want him to throw the ball at all. Which is why you're not going to see a lot of Kyle Pitts. And you're not going to see a lot of Drake London. You didn't in week one. They're going to run the ball well, but God forbid, if they're going to have to play from behind, you're going to need to throw the ball. And therefore, I think Desmond Ritter is going to be throwing the ball away a lot of the time. We'll find out how good he is. Um, I, well, who's I backing like, up Ritter? I don't even know. If he gets bad, I think Heineke. Is it Heineke? It is. Yeah. That's not a bad backup. No. A guy that's actually played in and, and won a playoff game. Yeah. Um, or close to it. But uh, I, I, like the, uh, I like the Packers. I like the Packers to win outright. Um, I like them, of course, to cover, and I like the under in that one. I don't think there's going to be a lot of points because I, I don't agree. think I don't know if Jordan loves that good. I don't like him on the road, and I definitely don't like Desmond Ritter. Interesting. That one. That's you know what? That's going to be a game that's going to tell us a lot because yeah. if if what have if they have if Atlanta has to throw the ball, we're going to actually get to see what Desmond Ritter is, and yeah. we're going to see Jordan Love get tested a little bit. That's going to be a game to keep a close eye on. Two team on the Lions, two teams on the Lions schedule too. So that is true. You're always watching to begin with to see what's going on. Next up, the loss, the one and zero 
Las Vegas Raiders with Jimmy G are heading to Buffalo to play the 0-1 Buffalo Bills. The Bills are eight and a half point favorites in this game over under a 47. Uh, That's a lot of points. Yeah, it is for a team that I don't know. Zolo, what do you think? I like the Bills in the under. I think the Bills need to bounce back. I think they're going to bounce back. I think they had too bad of a week this week, and they've been hearing it, and they got to make a statement. I still think they needed that game last week more than the Jets, and they, and they choked it away. I so agree with that, too. They really need this one. And meanwhile, the Raiders don't. So, Uncle Sam? Well, you know, I'm not a fan of the Raiders. I, I, their coaching is dog shit. I mean, let's, let's be honest. They are what they are. Can I ask a question? Sure. I'm pretty sure it was we were going over our preseason predictions. I, I have the Raiders going ago. in the playoffs. Yes, I do. But I think they have enough talent on that team to go there. Even though the coaching is a little suspect, I still think they have enough talent to make it to the playoffs. Uh, so are you taking the Bills? I am taking a half. I'm actually, I think the Bills will win this game, but I'm picking the Raiders to cover. Oh, I think go. the eight and a half is too much. If the Bills are bad, the eight and a half is a lot of points. I'm with yeah. you. Uh, I'm going to take the Bills eight and a half, and I'm going to take the over in this game. Okay. Uh, the Bills are due for a big one. They they have to. If they don't this week at home in Buffalo against a Raiders team that I think is one notch, one little notch here, here's, above here's, petrified dog. Okay, here's, here's the reason why I think the Raiders can cover. If they can get their run game going with a very good running back, they I think they will shit. gash Buffalo, just like the Jets did. Wow, I didn't even think about As that. As a Josh Jacobs owner, he did not get going in week one, too. Oh, by the way, with the Packers, Aaron Jones might be out as well in that game. Yeah, I know. I'm depressed. Things a lot. That's... All you fantasy owners are depressed on that one. Go ahead. Uh, next up, we have another. This is a huge game. It's a divisional It's game. a fucking huge game. The Ravens are heading to the jungle to play the Bengals in Cincinnati. Bengals, three-and-a-half-point favorite in this game. That shocked me. That really surprised me. They're at home. I get it. They're at home. But as bad as they looked last week. Listen, they went on the road to Cleveland. Oh, can't. You, you sit here and act like going to Cleveland. Can like you give us a dog pound bark real quick? Can you bark no, like you're in the I'm dog? not barking. I'm just saying. I, tried, I, 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 I tried. think that going on the road to Cleveland, a fired-up Cleveland Brown team, Monday by the night. way, because I think everybody threw the dirt on them early. Nobody really picked them to do anything this year. And uh, they proved they were up for the task. Could Joe Burrow get his shit together? Is that calf an issue or not? That's what they need to find out. Zola, what do you think? Uh, I... It's tough because I, I'm high on the Ravens. I'm, I'm high on the Ravens and the Dolphins. They uh, they didn't look good week one, the Ravens. And I think there's not hiccups, but I think it's going to take a while to hit their stride. Um, and the Bengals just need it more. The Bengals they they played a very more. young physical team last week, mm-hmm. and, and you've seen that. And, and they were playing a, a very well-coached defense, and I think that's why you've seen them struggle. All, ultimately, I the Bengals just need this more. They cannot afford to start 0-2. And, and if their culture is and their quarterback is as good as we think they are, uh, they're going to come out on top of this one. I, I like the Bengals, and I like I like the over in that one. You want you want me to surprise you right now? Yeah. I'm going to take Baltimore in this game, and I think the Bengals are going to go 0-2. Um, I think that 
The last time they went 0-3, they went to the Super Bowl. I, I just it, start the year out. As they looked so flat last week. They looked so flat. And, and I get it. The Ravens didn't have a fantastic game. But, I mean, the the Browns picked apart that Bengals So you're defense. taking I'm Baltimore take, and the over? I'm going to take Baltimore and the under. I'm going to take Cincinnati and the under. I'm going to take – I think they bounce back this week. You want to know I don't think you're going to see the same team you've seen last week. You guys are both the Ravens guys, and you're going with the Bengals. I, I know that. I know that sounds it's weird. Just, there's context. I'm the one who picked the Ravens to actually win their division. But I just – I don't think – I don't think that – the Bengals are going to be able to go from what we saw last. It was the same way last year and the year before. They just it takes them a couple. They start weeks. out slow, man. It takes them a couple weeks yeah. to get going, and I think that the Ravens realistically. That's another slow team that starts slow as the Ravens. Yeah, but I think the Ravens have a little bit more of a chip, especially going into this game. I think they're going to want this game more. I really do. It's it's divisional, and you kinda, yep. you like John Harbaugh's done really well in that division over the last couple of years. I think they're going to come Tom hot. I just, I just think the talent level on the Bengals is so good, it's going to be hard to do to stop them two weeks straight. I just I don't see it happening. That should be a fun one. That's going to be a great, be a great game. game. That might be one of the better games of the week. Yeah, I agree with this that. weekend here. Next up, we have the 0-1 Chargers heading to Tennessee to play the 0-1 Titans. Chargers, two-and-a-half-point favorite, over-under a 45. Give me the Chargers and the under in this game because I think that all of my predictions on the Tennessee Titans are going to come true, and we are on the cusp of complete and total failure. The Chargers got beat just so narrowly last week. Yeah, they they look great. But if Austin Eckler doesn't play, I don't care. Okay. Even if if Eckler doesn't play, Kelly looked good last week on his snaps. I don't care. I'm going to take the Chargers in this game. And I know Tennessee's defense didn't look awful last week, but I think Tennessee That was a very on, physical game that Tennessee Tennessee's had on the brink of a very collapse in my opinion. And I, Chargers If the Chargers were playing anybody else last week, they would have won. Okay. I'm I'm with you. Chargers in the un- yeah. in the under. Um, I think uh, that the Titans do a really good job of emulating the toughness of their coach, but they only do it on one side of the ball. It's defensively, and um, I think the Chargers need that to bounce back. And the Titans don't have enough to fight off that uh, that Charger offensive. So I think I'm going to go with the Chargers and the under. And the under, yeah. I think 38 of those 45 will be from the Chargers. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And you know what? The Chargers secondary couldn't really reel in the Miami receiver. I think they will this week. But I you, think you'll see a big the, the level of competition. <laughs> Traylon Burks and the Ghost. Receiver-wise is vastly yeah. diminished. <laughs> Next up, in what could be the dumpster fire of the week, we have the Chicago Bears heading down to Raven James to play the 1-0 Tampa Bay Buccaneers and you should Baker be happy about Mayfield. Tampa Bay being one and zero. I can't be. You're a Bucks fan. Yeah, but I predicted him to go two and fifteen. They you're, already you're are a Bucks halfway. Fan. I think you're wrong. There. I think you're wrong, and I'm going to take Tampa Bay in this game, <laughs> and I'm going to go with the under, just because I think they're going to win. I think they're going to Baker Mayfield is going to gut this win out. They're going to be two and zero and shut everybody up. 
Tampa's Baby. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. They're back. You remember your Tampa little Tampa Bay. fucking chance? There you go. What do you jump the bandwagon on Tampa now too? I'm I'm with Uncle Sam uh, for the same reason too. I I saw the tape of of Baker and how he just handled that offense on NFL Films and and uh, I don't normally pick on Swagger, but I I love his confidence right now. And uh, Rashad, uh, who's the running back? Rashad Johnson. Rashad, Rashad White. Rashad White came out and said he had he knew all of the bear or I'm sorry he knew all of the Viking signs and their signals at halftime and he he pulled all the offenses inside and he said listen when they do this they're going to run this play when they do this they're going to switch to cover two when they do this they're going to be in cover three and then he he did just enough to win and no one's worse than the Chicago Bears in my opinion so you, I I you, would I would love to see Chicago go 0-2 in in division basically yeah. Yeah, you know, in conference too. Yeah, that used to be that used and, to be the old uh, the old division there. Tampa yeah. used to be in that division. Yeah, but uh, I I like uh, I like the under and I like the Bucks at home. I think the Bucks are somehow going to start two and zero and shoot themselves in the foot for Caleb Williams. Uh, I'm going to take the Bears in this game, and I'm going to take the under. Okay. Uh, Justin, I feel like Justin Fields is going to have a day. He's going to have a 40-point 40, 40 fantasy day. He's going to run the ball. He's going to put the team on his back. Did you watch him at all last week? I did. Okay. I did. And what did you think? I thought he was absolute pure garbage. If there's a game he could win, it's this one. It's this game. Okay. He, hey, Bears are going to win. I'm going to be honest with you. I think Baker Mayfield is better than him. Oh, you're, that's not I think Baker that's Mayfield not honesty. holds that's the tr- ball that's a lot truth. better than Justin Fields. That's Peele. not honesty. It's the truth. <laughs> you're not lying. I think that Justin Fields is going to do it with his legs. Justin week. Fields dog shit, dude. What is everybody going to fucking learn, dude? Huh? Is he petrified we, dog shit, or is there still is there still a little why like is a little more, you know, character these, to it? These guys like Justin Fields and Anthony Richardson. Oh, they're the next Cam Newton. Dog shit. Where's Cam <laughs> Newton at? Where did his career go? He was an MVP. He went to one fucking Super, Super Bowl, Bowl, then fell off the face of the earth because of Vaughn Miller. You're such a hater, dude. Why? You're just such what, a am I, hater. Am I wrong? Do you think I'm wrong? You need to fucking stop, dude. That, that, <laughs> he's a big guy. He's going to run around. He's physical. He's this, he's that. So is Josh Allen. Look at him. Well, he's I will dog say- shit now, too. <laughs> Cam Newton has had a more, had a more successful career than Josh Allen to this point. Uh, yeah, because he made it to a Super Bowl. And, and what happened? Movie. And what happened in that game? You, you can't, he forgot how to fucking play football after that game. You can't discredit his MVP season. Listen I've, to I've me. tried. Listen to me. He forgot how to fucking play football he did. after Vaughn Miller stole his bag. That's fair. You, But you still can't discredit his MVP season. You can't discredit his national championship in college, his Heisman. Like, he, he was he was, the truth. He was he was a very hey, dominant the, player. Hey, guess what? Demarcus Russell was an outstanding athlete just like him who never watched a day of fucking film. He didn't even know where his playbook was. Demarcus Russell didn't win in college. Anyway. Demarcus Russell could throw the ball 80 yards in the air. I seen it. Okay. Back back to Justin right. Fields. I think Justin Fields is going to have a very nice day running the ball. The Bears don't look good. They're going to healthy. They're going to healthy inactivate Chase Claypool this week. Which they oh, God. A long time yeah, ago. he's a big All help. right. I think the Bears will be able to pull this off in what I think is going to be okay. the ugliest game. I think you're high. Tampa Bay. Okay. First down, Tampa. Go ahead. Who's next? Next up, Patty Mahomes. <laughs> and the Chiefs are heading. The 0-1 Patty Mahomes. The 0-1 Chiefs are heading to Jacksonville to play the Jaguars. Another big, big.
big fucking game right they here. They have Chris Jones. Another big game. They have Travis Kelsey. On the road. On the road at Jacksonville. In my opinion, everybody knows how high I am on Jacksonville. Jacksonville looked good last week. They did not look great. Indianapolis gave them everything they had. What do you think about this game? Uh, I don't know the exact record off the top of my head, but the Chiefs in this Mahomes-Andy Reid era are very good after losses. Yeah. Very, very good. Um, I thought I don't want to call it fluky, but I thought they just didn't play well last week, and I'm not expecting them to not play well again. And conversely, I didn't think Jacksonville was all that outstanding last week. I thought they made a, a first-timer in Anthony Richardson look very good. Um and that's not some crazy hard building to play in over there. I, I, I think Andrew, Anthony Richardson caught them off guard. Yeah, but I don't think they expected him to be as athletic as he was. Re- reeling it in, I just didn't think Jacksonville was great last week. And I, I don't think the Chiefs, same drill. It's my theme for week two is I don't think they can afford to go 0-2. Well, they can in that division. That's a weak division. But they're just not the type to do that. I just don't think Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes are going to do that. I like the Chiefs, and I like the points in that game. You do. I love. I love. We're we're due for a bloodbath, and that should be points. that should be a very good bloodbath. That sh- that should be like thirty eight twenty eight is my guess. Okay, I like that over. Uncle Sam, I'm gonna take the over, and I'm taking Jacksonville in this game. Wow, that was quick. That was quick. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. Hey, here's the problem. Pat Mahomes outside Travis Kelsey. Is not really going to have any. If they bring Kadarius Tony out there again, you might as well throw the fucking dirt on him. Okay, real quick here. Patrick Mahomes has only lost two consecutive games twice. Okay, ever. there you go. Those are the Chiefs after a loss, ladies and gentlemen. So, I think it might end up being. I'm taking the over in Jacksonville. Oh. Unfortunately, I'm going to turn my back on the Jaguars here for a moment. I'm going to take the Chiefs. There's no way. You'd be kicking yourself in the nuts here come fucking There's Monday no morning. There's no way after they <clears throat> lost to the Lions, after the Kadarius fucking Tony shit, after everything that went on, getting Chris Jones back, getting Travis Kelsey back. There's no way they lose two and in a at row. What point, at what point is it going to take Chris Jones to be effective? You think oh, he's effective immediately? Immediately. I do too, but I just okay. I, I think Jacksonville has enough horses. Uh that I, I'm gonna be honest this with you. This is the game of the week. I actually think Jacksonville's receiver core is better than the Lions at this point. I know I know that sounds Ooh, kind of weird, that's, but that's I that's think their receiving core is better than, right. than Detroit's. That's int- what'd you just say? You know how I feel about Kansas City. Listen He's to me, Jack- Jacksonville. Jack- I said saying, Jacksonville's I receiver core going with Jacksonville as well. I is better oh, than you're fucking you're fucked. You're fucked. You don't think Bruce Evan just took Jacksonville? That means Sam Laporta. I will say right now, as it stands today, I think Jacksonville's receiving core is better than the Lions. Calvin Ridley's better than fucking Amon Ross St. Brown. That I don't know about yet. We, have is, we, we don't have enough. That's the only toss-up. They're two different receivers. We don't have yeah. enough to decide. They're two different receivers. Sort of. Kind of. Give me the Chiefs and the over in this game. Right. I think that's going to be I'll the game. Take a Jacksonville. I'm probably the only one. Are you could taking be, Jacksonville? Uh, he took Jacksonville. Yeah, could be an AFC championship preview. <laughs> I think that is the AFC championship preview. I Next agree. up. I agree with that. <laughs> God, did I already use I the dumpster? Miami's going to be in there. Did yeah. I already use the dumpster fire of the week? Listen, yes. you, know, you, know, you know what? 
There could be multiple dumpsters. Therefore, there could be multiple dumpster fires. Can we? Should we go with toilet bowl for this one? I no, the toilet bowl, bowl is about fucking two games down. Okay, Chicago but, and Tampa was. Hold on, bowl. we're gonna call. I don't know about that. Let, we're gonna we'll do the toilet bowl for Tampa. The dumpster. Just hold on. This is the toilet bowl. That one. Actually, you is know this what? Game the Commanders by any chance? No, it's not. But we're gonna have three. We're gonna have at least a minimum of three dumpster fires this week. Deal. The Indianapolis Colts go to Houston to play the Texans. Texans are one point favorite. Over under is thirty nine. Anybody have anything here? No. I I am taking the Houston Texans, and I want to take the over in this game. I think that uh, their defense is better than Indianapolis's. That's my opinion. Um, I think they're gonna that if Anthony Richardson does anything like he did last week, he'll die this week. I'm with you on, on the, the Texans. I'm with you on the Texans. Yeah. I, li- I like the Texans at home. I actually thought they were decent. Either they were decent or the or the Ravens were bad last week. I don't think the Ravens were bad last week. I think that these guys were ready and they were ready to play. You might be right. Dalton Schultz is out from what I understand, or he's or he's still a little banged up. I'm, I don't think the Colts are ready yet. I don't think they're ready to get that win. I think they're going to lock one in at home. This is Stroud's home debut. I thought he was very serviceable last week in Baltimore in a tough environment. He made some big throws as the game went on. Um, I'm going to take the Texans, and I also like the under. I'm actually taking the over on that game. Wow. Yep. The I think they'll score more than 39. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take Indianapolis in this game. There it is. Uh, I, I just – one, I think Anthony Richardson looks better than C.J. Stroud at this current moment. Two, I mean, Bobby Trees was the was okay. the guy last week for Houston. Like, I mean, Michael Pittman actually had a very nice little game. Uh, I like Nico Collins. I think this, this – Go Blue. The Colt, you know, Zolo, you guys were saying how the teams need this game. I think the Colts need this game more than Houston does. No, I think Houston needs this game. They want to be relevant. They They're want to be relevant, be relevant this year. They're going to win. Neither this of these teams are going to be relevant this year. Jimmy but I think Ryan's this- going to get his first win as a head coach. He's all fired up right now. Give me the Colts. Give me the under. Please, you took the over. Yeah. God. It's okay. No, I could see like a nice little 17-14 if we're lucky type of game. Uh, it's two rookie nine. quarterbacks. Are they are they actually going to move yeah, the ball? No. It's going to be this one's going to it's going to be rough. Next up, we have the San Francisco 49ers heading down to Los Angeles to play the Rams. 49ers are a 7 and a half point favorite over under 44 and a half. Solo, what do you think? I loved what I saw from the Rams last week. But I really, really loved what I saw from the Niners last week. I like the under in that one, and I like the Niners. It's a home every time they're in San, in L.A. It's a it's a home game. Yeah, literally. A- anytime someone plays the Chargers or the Rams, there's a good chance it's going to be the opposing team's home game. But in particular on this one, no one raids that building more than Niner fans, and I think that the Niners. It's not going to be. It's not going to be a bloodbath. I don't. I just don't think. Stafford's got enough to put it together two weeks in a row. I don't really trust uh, Puka Anuka. Puka Nakuka? Yeah. Two weeks in a row. Or Kieran Williams, for that matter. No. The Kuka. How do you feel about the Kuka? I just want to see fucking Brock Purdy exposed. (laughs) Who, Who hates who more? Do you hate Brock Purdy more, or do I hate Justin Fields more? Wow, that's tough. 
I don't know. That, that's a pretty deadlocked thing. If you had, if you were starting a franchise, I, I would take in the 49ers in this game and the under. Can, the reason I, why I'm saying that is their defense is going to win fucking nine games by themselves this year. Can nine. I can I take nine. this off well, the rails real quick? I well, I don't mean to cause a problem because we go off on tangents way too much. What will it take to get you to buy into Brock Purdy? I'm just curious. What will it take me to buy him to Brock Purdy? Yeah. Um. If Joey Bosa or uh, Nick Bosa goes down hurt, and Hafter and uh, Warner goes down hurt. Then, if they can continue to do what they're doing, I'll, I'll jump on the Purdy bandwagon. What if he throws for and passes for top top ten in both top ten in both of those statistics this and year? What statistics? Yards and touchdown passes. Yards and touchdowns. You have to remember, it's you have not a hard to do when you have basically the best running back. You have a picture of Trent Dilfer in front of you before you say this. Remember that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about it? Just hey, Trent Dilfer could have went in there and won a fucking Super Bowl with them. You don't think so? Ask him. Trent, by the way, shout yeah. out to Trent Dilfer. He's the head coach of UAB. Okay. And Anyways, he's doing a great job before, there. Before we shout go down this Dilfer. road. That's my fault. <laughs> okay. If you had to, this is a one-word answer. If you were starting a franchise and you had to pick Dak Prescott or Brock Purdy, who would you choose? Wow. Wow. Patty Mahomes. <laughs> Moving on. Oh, wait. I didn't pick this game. Oh, 49ers in the under. Okay. I, I mean, the Rams, what the Rams did was cute last week. I just don't I don't see it. I don't see it. I just don't way. think that Stafford has enough weapons to stay in with them. Okay. That's Puka the Nakuka. Nuka, 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 the Kuka actually didn't look. He looked pretty good last week. I mean. Listen, they went into a tough place to play and punched them right in the mouth. Yes, they did. They, they punched them in the mouth and punched Pete Carroll in the asshole. And I loved every minute of it. <laughs> Okay, in um, I think this is dumpster fire number three of the week. The this Giants. Is this is bad. <laughs> this is fucking desert. bad, dude. In fact, you know what? I think it's going to be a tie. <laughs> the Giants are heading to the desert to play the Cardinals. Uh, both these teams are zero and one, and the Giants did it in a dramatic fashion. Sunday it, night football. It was forty disgusting. to nothing. The, disgusting. The Giants are four point favorites against. Josh Dobbs over under 39 and a half. Tell me your thoughts. Well, you know, these used to be a, this would have been a divisional game back in the day. But anyway, he, uh, what? The Cardinals, what, 1965? No, the Cardinals used to be in the NFC. Okay. The Chicago Cardinals? It's 2023. St. Louis Cardinals. Mm. St. Louis Cardinals. They used to be in the East. I knew that. You didn't know that? When when were the Cardinals in St. The, Louis? The Cardinals were they were they, they were, were in St. Chicago Louis, asshole. and then St. Louis. Yeah, they go back. The Cardinals. I don't know if you know this. The Cardinals are actually one Cardinals, of the, the original team in St. Louis. They might be the oldest one of Before the oldest, the if not the oldest franchises in the. They league. haven't played in St. Louis since 1987. Yeah, and it was eight years before I was born. Anyway, can you pick the game? All right, I'm going to take. Uh, actually, I'm going to take the Giants to win this game. That's it. And I'm taking I'm taking the under. What's the over under? What's the number? Over under 39 and a half. No explanation. No. Uh, I'm just taking the Giants in this game. It's a fucking toss up. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> I I also I like the Giants. I don't think it's a toss up. I don't think the Giants were as bad as they showed the other night. No, they're not that. Bad. Um I think the Cowboys defense is the real deal. Um and I think the Giants Remember they were a playoff team last year at the end of the day. Right. It was bad. It was one of the worst showings last week, but 
everyone's going to have a lot to prove. They have a great head coach, great head coach in Brian Dable, and he's not going to let them falter this bad on the road. The Cardinals tend to have an easy environment over there, even though it's their home opener. But I like the Giants, and I actually like The Cardinals played pretty tough last week. I'll give them that. They played tough. Dobbs looked okay. I like the over here. I like a showcase for Jalen Hyatt. I like a showcase for Saquon. And I like a showcase for uh, Daniel Jones. He tends to step on the necks of bad teams, and he's going to do it. Is this a dumpster fire or no? It's fringe because we don't know how bad the Giants are yet. They have, they, I mean, they were a dumpster fire last week, but like, are they a consistent dumpster fire? Is, is it like a California right. dumpster fire where you dumpster can't fire put it out? Last week too. Right. Yeah. We know they're not okay. going to be. Exactly. Uh, I'm yeah. going to take the Giants in this game, and I'm going to take the under just because I think it's going to be like a maybe a 21 20. So I think the Giants are going to blow them out, but I just don't yeah, know. Yeah, you never know. Points. Danny Ball game might put 40 on him, you know? <laughs> Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes, whatever his name is. <laughs> don't get him confused with Teddy Ball game. Teddy Ball game. Next up. The J E T S Jets Jets Jets. The one and O Jets. I already know where Uncle Tied Sam's going place. with this. Are heading into Dallas to play the Cowboys. Cowboys are a nine-point favorite. Over under thirty-eight and a half. Uncle Sam, you're not gonna. I want to take the Jets. Oh, uh, you're not. <laughs> I want to take the Jets so if bad. If you take the Cowboys, but here, but oh. the, here's the thing: the Cowboys defense is no joke. That shit is for real. Zach Wilson, baby. I, you know what? Fuck that. I'm taking. I'm taking the Jets. <laughs> I'm taking the Jets, and I'm uh, taking them to cover, obviously. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay with the under there, thirty-eight point five. I think it'll be a tough game. <laughs> I mean, these were two 16, of the three. 14. These were two of the three best defenses Agreed. last week, and uh, but I could see the Cowboys just. I mean, who knows? What if Zach Wilson is something? What if what if what if he's capable? What if they manage the game perfectly? I don't think their offensive line is good enough. I certainly don't think it's a great matchup against the Jets, excuse me, against the Cowboys D-line, their front seven in general. And then the Cowboys have one of the best secondaries in football. They showed out really well last week. Um, I like the Cowboys. I especially like them at home. There's a reason why I like the Jets. Cuz I think I think they're going to pressure Dak, pressure Dak Prescott. Like he hasn't seen something yet. He hasn't seen that shit since they played the 49ers. Maybe, maybe, but it depends on how that second, that Jet secondary, which was spotty at best last week. Yeah. It depends on how that Jet secondary stops. You know, th- there's a few more weapons on the inside for the Cowboys than the, than the, the Bills have, in my opinion. And uh, I, I can see, I like the under, but I still think Dallas soundly comes away with it, like a 25 to 10. Well, if they were game. turning over Josh Allen, I'm sure they're going to turn over you-know-who. Well. Because he's a shitbag. See, I, as badly as I want to agree with you here, you are the one that's going to make me pick the Cowboys in this game. Okay. Because you have the biggest hard-on in the world for the Jets. You have a massive erection for Brees Hall. And Brees Hall is on your bench this week in fantasy, which means you know you know that the Cowboys are going to stop the run. I'm waiting to see who's going to clear to play him. They, he's I got him and Aaron Jones. He's not questionable. And both of those guys are questionable. Yes, he is. No, he's not. Brees Hall is not questionable. Yes, he is. No, he is not. No, he's not. Yes, he is. <laughs> the fucking goggles are on. Are he is prescri- not are, questionable. Are those readers? Are they prescription? Five vocal Milwaukee goggles. <laughs> Anyways, I'm taking the, the Cowboys. Give him Milwaukee drill, too. Oh, he's got the amount of Milwaukee. Yo, Alani knew in Milwaukee. 
Where have you been? Milwaukee really should sponsor us. Why don't you sponsor us? Give me the Cowboys in the under in this game. I think the Jets are going to get waxed. If you had that much faith, you'd play Brees Hall. You'd, you know no, Brees Hall's right. playing. Asshole. There's no question that Brees Hall's not playing. But you won't play him. You want to know why? Hey, what you does that say? You want to know why? I'll be honest. I Hold can't on, see that see, far. I'm, I'm, I'm Googling him right Sam. now to see if he's, huh? see if he's I'm been I'm playing him against Sam in our tip league. Brees Hall was a limited participant in Thursday's practice. Limited. Uh-oh. So he's questioned. Uh-oh. Limited. Limited. If he's practicing... I don't know, Uncle Sam. He was limited in playing, and you're going to play Aaron Jones over him because you know if he he full practices, I'm playing him. If he plays this week, you play him over Aaron Jones. Yes. No matter what. I don't think Aaron Jones is playing regardless. Uh, You see, you'll get the cop out anyways. Next up, dumpster fire alert. The Washington Commanders are heading to mile high to play the Broncos, who somehow are a three-and-a-half-point favorite in this game. Uh, That's the 1-0 Washington Commanders, by the way. I'm aware. Sam Howell. Over-under is 39. I think I know how this one is going to go. Zolo, take it away. Um, I like the under. Two two, um, two very well-coached defenses. One, I, I take that back. One's just really talented in the Broncos, and then the other one is just well-coached in the Ron Rivera commander's defense. I think his defenses are always tough. I didn't like what I saw from Sam Howell last week. I don't think the hype is real. I thought it was for a second. And, uh, again, who needs it more? And the Broncos, Sean Payton really needs that win, especially at home next week. I agree. I'm taking the Broncos in the over. Ooh. I'm Broncos in under. I'm Broncos in over. Uh, I'm going to take Washington in the under. Okay. Uh, I think – I'm. you know how I am. I'm a slappy for the for the commander's backfield, always have been. Uh, I, I think that – I just I have to see Russell Wilson do it before I can before I can buy in. I I can't. I picked the Broncos. They get Jerry Judy back this week. They so have that's Judy back. This reason week. why I picked I'm the Broncos them. too many times last year. I'm not until I get burned. Until okay. I get burned, I'm gonna go against. That's them. that's fair. But the only issue is it's the Commanders. I know, but they won. I get it. It that's was Arizona. one and O Commanders, bud. One and O Commanders. It was the ugliest one and O I've ever seen. But they're tied with Philly. And you know what? They didn't really get Antonio Gibson into the game that much last week. They really weren't able to get McLaurin going. It was a Curtis Samuel show. We always get those once or twice a year. I'm taking the commanders. I'm taking the under. It's going to be a 17 to 12 game or something fucking okay. stupid like that. Next up, Sunday night football. The Miami Dolphins are heading up to Foxborough to play the Patriots. Dolphins are a three-point favorite. Over-under is 46-and-a-half. Uncle Sam, what do you think? I'm taking the New England Patriots in this game to cover. Uh, they're going to win, and I'm taking the over in this game. You've, 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 you've had yes. a lot of shitty picks here. Okay. A lot of shitty picks. That's the worst, That's the worst Why? one. That might be the worst Why? pick you've ever had. Why do you say that? Uh, I'm going to take did last week. Look what they did last week against a team that was asleep at the wheel. Dolphins fully, gas is fully. We're in toga. Dolphins are full steam ahead. Listen to me. I, I truly think that Tua is going to see a lot more pressure this week than he did last week. Because the Chargers front seven was garbage last week. Okay, can I ask you a question? Go ahead. Who on the Patriots defense is going to cover Tyreek Hill, who is at a Bill different Belichick level than everyone a combination else. of a zone man. Man zone, mirror, mirror, and he'll he'll find a way to try. 
He's going to get his yards. They know that. They can't let Waddle beat him. They can't let the run game beat him. If if Tua it's not stupid. If Tua doesn't throw for three hundred and two touchdowns this week, I will kiss your bare ass on the court steps at high noon. Give me the Dolphins. Give me the over in this game. Same Dolphins in the over. Uh, back to Belichick real quick. What he's always liked to do is they go, "What does this team do well?" And we're going to take it away offensively. I think the Dolphins do so much well offensively. You take away Tyree Kill, you're going to get punished with Waddle. You you take away both of them, which is tough, you're going to get gashed on the ground. I, I really liked what Judon and uh, Wise, uh, Wise did last week. I do. The difference, I, I think their defensive line is underrated. The difference between it, it is, I agree, I agree with you. But the difference yeah. between the Eagles and the Patriots, or excuse me, the Eagles and the Dolphins, is I actually think the the Dolphins have a competent run game. It doesn't matter who you throw back there. That's a coach that's always been good with running backs, and there's enough pieces to gash them if the other two guys get taken away. So I like the Dolphins. I think they're going to be well prepared. I think that Mike McDaniel knows what's going on right now. He's he's aware of how good his team is. And uh, didn't they play the Patriots close to tough both times last year? They both times. Yeah, they beat them both times. They beat them both times. Yeah, it's weird to think that Belichick can lose three times in a row to the Dolphins, but we know for a fact that when they go to Miami that the Patriots always struggle. But Yeah, that's going to be a shit show. The Dolphins are rewarded with a, uh, a mid-September what? game this time. Well, I'm taking them here. They're playing at New England, and I'm taking them. Yeah, I like the Dolphins, and I, and I actually do like the over. It's I a like weird number, but I like the over, too. I, I, I didn't bail on I the New England Patriots like some people did. The Dolphins' defense got a little gashed. That not, I mean, it was Justin Herbert, but they got gashed last week. Yes, they did. No matter what, and I think the Patriots can do yeah. enough Wait, till they got to cover Kendrick Bourne. Yeah. Or who was it? Booty? Dropped the Boutte. fucking, yeah, whatever. He was actually good. You know, he was in the national championship game against Georgia. He had a really good game. Yeah. Looked like it last week. Uh, next up, in the first of two Monday night games, as we begin a new era of two games on Monday that. night, the Saints are playing the Panthers in a big old divisional game. Saints are a three-point favorite, over-under is 39 and a half. This is going to be a pretty decent game. I'm going to take the Saints minus three, and I'm going to take the under in this game. I agree. I like the, I like the Panthers in the under. I think the okay. Panthers are getting a little more firepower back this week. Uh, I like Bryce Young in his home debut. He was a little bit more of a game manager last week. Mm-hmm. Shark come back this week? Um, Shark should be back this week, from oh. what I understand, but I don't, I don't, it's early. Um, that yeah, being he said, needs it. He I like Bryce Young at home. I, I just didn't like what I saw from the Saints last week. I thought, I'm, of course, the Titans play teams tough, but this is this is a little bit different. I think the the Panthers have a similar defense as the Titans do. Yeah, that game was really, really physical. That Titan it, game was real physical. It was, but I, I actually do like the Panthers, and I also like the under. I think Derek Carr's still decent at football. <laughs> we'll find out. I, I think I think Michael Thomas is going to have, have himself a little game this week. I do. Yeah. And, I mean, Alave looked like he was in midseason form last week. I'm good with the Saints on that one. I still I still think the Saints are the division winner here. Their defense is still good. Next up, on Monday night, part two, the 1-0 Cleveland Browns head to Pittsburgh to play the 0-1 Steelers. Cleveland's a two-and-a-half-point favorite, over-under 38-and-a-half. I, I don't even know. I mean, I, I flip-flopped these two in, the, in my thought process before the year started. What do you think? 
I'm taking uh, Cleveland. Come on, bark. I'll bark. If, we'll, we'll do it at the same time. Yeah, I'm, ta- I'm taking Cleveland, David. Okay? Taking Cleveland. The elves. Taking Cleveland. So they sh- they showed a complete game last week. Can they do it two games in You're a row? You're such a hypocrite, dude. What? All you do is They talk showed a complete game about- last week. They were good offensive. Their defense was outstanding last week. And if they could shut down Joe Burrow, you don't think they're going to shut down Kenny Pickett? Joe Burrow shut down. Give me down a break. Solo. Uh, surprisingly, I'm with you, number one, on it's just, I don't know. It's a, tough, a toss-up. And when we have toss-ups, we ride the hot hand. And I think the cold hand was Kenny Pickett. I thought that, that, I mean, no matter how good the Niners' defense was, that was a very bad performance from the Steelers. No Deontay Johnson, no Cam Hayward. That's a step in the wrong direction. And uh, the Browns were, were more than good enough. And I, I think that's going to be a crazy atmosphere at home. So I reluctantly am going to take the Browns. Hey, you know, hey this is a – this has uh, <laughs> always been a hard-fought battle between those two teams. They're rivals, and, and they really put it out on the field. I can't believe you're not barking with me. No barking. Uh, I'm going to take Pittsburgh in this, and I'm going to take the under. Fuck yeah, you are. Fuck yeah, I am. I'm going to take Pittsburgh in this one. Even though I talk so much shit about Bruce's. Bruce was the only asshole in America that picked Pittsburgh (laughs) over San Francisco last week. But I'll be an asshole with him this week, and I'm going to take Pittsburgh. Uh, I'm going to take the under. Listen. 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 Deshaun Watson. Tug and rub? Tug and rub. Tugged and rubbed. Okay? I think Kenny Pickett bounces back. I think Najee <coughs> Harris has a decent game. I, I think I, I'm still believing in the Pittsburgh Steelers until they shit on me this week, which they probably will. If Kenny Pickett's good, we'll we'll know. We'll know. This this will be the will know game. Yeah. <laughs> and to wrap it up, we have the Seahawks of Seattle coming to Ford Field to play the one and zero. Detroit Lions. Detroit is a four and a half point favorite. Over under is 47. Go ahead, Zolo. Oh, I'm leading? You're leading. Oh, you know what? We'll come back to you, Bruce. No, let, him, let him go. No, let Bruce let pick. First. We're going to let Bruce pick. Go ahead, Bruce. Uh, I'm going to take the Lions. I don't know what how you do the Lion bullshit. What's this? Uh... He doesn't know what the over under is still. I, this is year two. Really? Oh. I'll take the under. Okay. I'm what's saying. the number, Bruce? Tell us the under. Or what's the what's the number that you're going under? 47. 47 and a half? It's 47. It's just straight 47. Straight 47. Straight 47. Straight 47. I, I think I'm going over over that 47, and I'm taking Alliance. Uh, I am going to take the under for sure in this game, and I'm going to take the Lions as well. And to start out the year – Preseason predictions. I took Seattle in this game. I took the. I had the Lions winning Week One, and losing Week Two. I had them winning both weeks because Seattle is like that weird fucked up trap game. But I also expected Seattle to throttle the Rams last week, and I think Seattle looked pretty pitiful. And I just don't think they're going to bounce back that quick. And I think the Lions are. I think the Lions are in a mindset right now where they can beat anybody at any given time. So I'm going to take Detroit. Back to back revenge weeks. Back to back revenge weeks and and blue ski masks and all. I think they're going to win this game. But I'm going to take the under because I don't really see. 
I can't see Seattle putting up a ton of points here. Their offensive line's decimated, and Detroit's defensive front looks incredible. Yeah, I think uh, a massive game from Aiden Hutchinson's coming, and James Houston for that matter. Um, all all of this year's factors aside, the Lions like to talk about, well, that was last year's team. I know that two-thirds of that locker room is so angry at what happened when they played Seattle last year, including their defensive coordinator, Aaron Glenn. And I also know that they were also angry when Seattle beat the Rams on that bullshit missed penalty call on the on the, uh, the the roughing the punter that shouldn't have been. And I think the Lions just have such a bad mouth that they want to beat Seattle into the ground. And forget the fact that the tackles are out for Seattle, which is bad. Hutchinson's going to eat, okay? Forget that. Forget the fact that Geno Smith looked really bad week one. Forget the fact that Devin Witherspoon's a rookie and is going to get picked on. Um, I just think that going off of last year, the Lions are going to be out for blood. It's going to be the most fair. When, whenever there's a like a predicted feral atmosphere at Ford Field, like foaming at the mouth atmosphere at Ford Field, the Lions deliver every time. And I just think the emotions are going to be so insane after last week. And I agree. They could just they they're thinking right now. There's no one we can't beat. Yeah. And it's up to and including the Seattle team. Um. And I like the Lions. I like the over. I think Ben Johnson bounces back with play calling. And there's a. a I think they're going to score a lot of points. And conversely, even though this was a bloodbath last year, I think it was the highest scoring game of the season last year, or one of them. Um, even though I think it was a Philadelphia bloodbath, was higher than that. Philadelphia, the Lions yeah. in Philadelphia. Yeah. No, the Lions and in, in Seahawks. The Seahawks didn't punt. And the Lions only punted one time, and they went, like, tit-for-tat last yeah, I thought year. I thought Philadelphia game, they scored more points. Regardless, um, I, this is, I, I think this is the time I'm so look. – I've been looking forward to Sunday, even before last week. I've been looking forward to it for a long time. And um, it, the emotions are just going to run too high for the Lions to do anything other than, you know, it's going to be close at times, but I think they're just going to run them out of the building in the second half. I like the Lions – I like the over, and I like the crowd more than I like anything going into Sunday. I agree. I think that place is going to be absolutely insane. Absolutely insane down at Ford Field. I will not be wearing a blue ski mask. But uh, Why not? Because uh, I, I couldn't get one in time. Well, you know what's fucked up? And Bruce it. reminded me of this. There are two. Bruce, I got some blue duct tape at home. We could wrap your head in duct tape. Huh? I have do that. blue ski masks here. We just have to find them. They were black, not blue. No, I had blue him. ones as well. We'll I had blue, orange, him. and black. Yeah, just, yeah, go get some paint. No, I, I, I love the ski mask thing, too. I, a shout-out to C.J. Gardner-Johnson. I said this when he went down a month and a half ago. I go, listen, they're not missing his on-the-field play. They're going to miss him in the locker room, and I think he's he's just he's special. He's something special. C.J. Gardner-Johnson. He's not playing this week? No, he's, no. he's playing, but he's the one that inspired the— the 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 mask thing, the blue ski yeah. mask thing. Listen, I just want them to win, dude. I don't want no fucking gimmicks. I want them to come out there hungry and and do the work, do the fucking work. That's an important point because they, in order to to capitalize on all this momentum, they do have to do the work and they yeah. do have to get the win. And it's a team that There's got you last I year. Nothing I would love better than to see P. Carroll go zero and two. Nothing I would like fucking better. I'm with you. Amen. 
Well, I would say that was a pretty good preview for this week coming up. Anybody have anything else to add? You? No. No, we don't we don't get a God bless. We don't get a no. shout out. We don't get anything. I already gave the shout out. What? My man Trent Dilford. Oh, Jesus. Zolo, anyway. UAB, head coach. Uh, if you're going to the game Sunday, just in, enjoy it because there's not going to be there. There aren't many instances where we've been blessed to have atmospheres like. Yeah, you guys, you guys are, are, you guys. Let me tell you something about going to a playoff game where the Lions actually win. There's no feeling like it. Yeah, I still remember the Silverdome. I think it was eighty-seven thousand people stomping in the rafters there. Mm-hmm. That's a Silverdome when they bit. They beat the big three with Emmett Smith, Troy Aikman, and Michael Irvin. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. They, uh, it's not a huh? playoff game. They're, not a playoff game. They're trying to. It was a playoff game. No, this is not a playoff game. This Bruce, I genuinely, I genuinely think that they're going to break the, dec- the indoor decibel record. On side. I like. I could totally see that happening. I just think that it's it's going to be it's so so special on Sunday. <laughs> I think I think it's going to be like a once in a blue moon. I mean, and the games can get better throughout the year, but if you're going Sunday, the gist is enjoy it. Make noise if you're there. Hopefully, the team doesn't let you down. Appreciate it because it should be a hell of a Listen, ride on Sunday. Seattle's been pumping crowd noise into their stadium for fucking twenty years, oh, dude. God, At go. what point do they get exposed? Let's see if they come here. Let's see if they can go on a silent count here because they're going to fucking need it. They're going to need it because it should be deafening in there. Is that a, ver- is that a verified thing or is that one oh, yeah. of the conspiracy theories? No, I, I truly believe that. They've been popping noise in there for fucking years. Anyways, uh, one little piece of news before I end. Uh, I don't buy it. I don't buy an outdoor okay. stadium that can out outdo an indoor stadium. Don't buy it. I'm sorry. I don't. <laughs> conspiracy theory. Uh, Taylor Swift and uh, tight end Travis Kelsey have been, quote-unquote, quietly hanging out. Oh, Jesus Christ. Really? Do you, you know what? What? It just... <laughs> He's falling Tear your Achilles, please. Oh, my God. You're, and you're talking about Taylor Swift, right? Not Travis Kelsey? Both of them. He's done. You just see his left. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Tip Balls podcast. Make sure to follow our socials, Instagram and Twitter at Tip Balls. Instagram and X. Fucking Swift. Are you kidding me right, right now? I'm in the middle of the outro. I'm sorry, dude. I, I Taylor Swift? The little skinny white girl? <laughs> yes, indeed. That ta- that Travis Swift. Kelsey thinks he's a brother for Christ's sake. What are you What are you talking about, dude? Follow us on TikTok at I, Tip Balls. I Podcast. thought you'd be like with Kim Kardashian or something like that. I, I... She's next. If you're listening to us <laughs> on Apple and Spotify, check us out on YouTube and remember to click subscribe. Thank you so much for tuning in to another week. We will be back Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Week three coming up next.